0: What's it been like to be able to get back on the road and connect with them? Because I know summit wasn't your first uh, you know, go around for events since the turn of the calendar. But what's it been like to, to get back face to face with your people?
1: I went to Nationwide and was there and had a whole new world open to me when it comes to appliances, luxury appliances and the whole retail side. But this kind of felt like coming home. But it was wonderful to meet the HTSN integrators. We saw some really great stuff. I heard even better things happening at these tables, collaborations and networkings, and I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun.
0: Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. We are fresh off of the HTSN CI summits, uh, which took place last week. Uh, If you're listening to this on drop day, it took place last week. It was April 6th through 8th uh, out down in Dallas, Texas at the, the Gaylord Texan down there. And, uh, a great opportunity, one that was a couple of years in the making, uh, pushed back a couple of times because of a little pandemic and, and some other scheduling snafus and things that just didn't allow us to have the event until you know this, this past week. So uh, finally got the chance to do it, and it was, to say, a, a fun and eventful and uh, educational time. You can use all the adjectives to describe that event. They'd all be an understatement, and um, I mean, it's just awesome to be able to finally get together with those members um, our, our htsn custom integrators and uh, the vendor partners that were there to support them and of course uh, you know press as well uh, we had vanessa zitzman from connected design down there with us to you know experience the event and um, happy to you know just a couple of days after getting home have vanessa on the podcast to just recount her experience uh, what it was like for her to be there uh, someone who's very familiar with the industry and has has been there on the distribution and vendor side uh, of the business, and um, you know, just just kind of recap what she got out of it, what what her big takeaways were from the summit, and uh, you know, what what she sort of looked at, uh, kind of moving forward here too as well, um, you know, talking about some trends and things that they're covering on the connected design side and. Um, just fun to catch up with you know it was great to see her down there in dallas um and give her that opportunity to to see the interactions happen between vendors and members and um you know and then and then take the time to follow up after the words as well so let's just dive into it this is vanessa zitzman of connected design here on the independent thinking podcast All right, we're back on the Independent Thinking podcast. And uh, I I feel like we just saw each other, Vanessa. I don't know.
1: It's like I blinked and and you're here (laughs) again. I'm not sure what's
0: happening. Well, Vanessa Zitzman, I appreciate you taking the time. A senior managing editor over at Dealerscope slash Connected Design. Talking more on the Connected Design side today. I appreciate you on a whim coming on and, and deciding that you'd like to do a podcast to start your Monday morning with us. So, I
1: mean... Absolutely. I mean, you know, I woke up like this. So <laughs> I was ready in a second to be uh, podcasted and on
0: video. I was just ready. well, more power <laughs> to you because I, I needed to get myself together this morning, but it's all right. So we we <laughs> we <not> uh <laughs> <laughs> absolutely well uh like I said, appreciate it and I know I, I say that more so today because I know you were traveling with us last week at uh the HTSNCI summit down there in Dallas. So uh, before we dive into that, though, I you know, it's kind of fun because I I know this space. Uh, the integrators are are your people, right? So yes. it's what's it been like, you know, to be able to get back on the road and connect with them? Because I know HCS Summit wasn't your first, you know, go around for events since the turn of the calendar. But what's it been like to to get back face to face with with your people?
1: It's it's really nice, and it's funny that you say that because I walked in and I happened to be standing next to Randy. And I was like, Randy, these are my people. And he goes, I know Vanessa, you told me last time. <laughs> I was like, okay, you and I are going to have to come up with some new material. <laughs> but but um, to be honest, it's, it is wonderful. Um, I went to Nationwide and was there and had a whole new world open to me when it comes to appliances, luxury appliances, and the whole retail side. But this kind of felt like coming home because I knew all the vendors. Uh, I knew most of the people, and but it was wonderful to meet the HTSN integrators and how they do things just a little bit different than maybe the standard integrator within what I traditionally would call my, my sector of the industry. So it was wonderful. Um, and we saw some really great stuff. I heard even better things happening at these tables, collaborations and networkings. And um, I, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Well,
0: talk about the, the difference. I obviously a full on integrator. I mean, I, what comes to mind is someone that you know, their business is out doing projects regularly. So talk about mm-hmm. that difference and kind of what you're learning about, you know, an HTSN integrator, as opposed to say an, an Asio
1: integrator. So well, there's not as big of a difference as I would have thought. Um, so I come into um, nationwide, not having a huge amount of understanding outside of what I've learned um, on your website and through Tony Modiglione, um and and uh, CT lab. Um, So I was curious as to what the HTSN integrator was. Believe it or not, more of the ASEON dealers, your traditional integrator, they do have showrooms. Then now they might not have consumers coming in uh, as far as like picking up one piece and buying it and then going about, but their showrooms are definitely for showcasing what they can do in your home. And from what I was taught, when I was talking to the HTSN members that were there, You know, they're kind of doing the same thing. Uh, I sat with a gentleman who had, who was really excited to put a new theater and needed some blackout curtains uh, in his, um, in his home theater or in the theater uh, for his uh, showroom. And, you know, really, there isn't a huge amount of difference, except maybe the ASEON dealers might be a little more involved in all of the uh, home automation. Type of stuff that that seems like a, that was more of the
0: difference to me. What other? I mean, that's obviously it's it's cool because you get to kind of see with the HSN side that mix of it's almost like the perfect cross section of it what really I is. would like connected design and dealer scope, just the mm-hmm. way they operate. So it, right. having been on that side, it, it's neat to it's kind a of connection see it, of the play. two. Yeah, exactly. It really
1: was. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I, I mean, aside from you know the the showrooms, are there big d- differences in terms of you know how they talk about the The integration side, like, are are, do they come from at it from a different perspective, or do you think they're sort of of the same mindset and sort of how they approach the business?
1: I think think they come from the same mindset as in um, what they how they want to help the homeowner. Uh, So again, you know, the the asio dealer might be a little more specific, might have a slightly larger uh, frame of reference for the integrated home. But, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, that's even hard to say for the HTSN dealers that I talked to who were running these gigantic integration companies um, that just happened to have the retail on the side. Um, so to me, it, they fit into what um, like Best Buy used to have, I, I don't know if they still do, Magnolia, which was like the integration within the store. Whereas, um, you know, we don't have that on the traditional integration side. HTSN members have that but it seems like still the integration is still the bigger part so you know I, I think that it comes there's a lot more in connect common there than I think that they both realize
0: no that, that's that's of course I think cool to hear uh, you know coming to it yeah.
1: from and, from and now that side. I've seen both sides you know I've been to the ASEON conference and I've been to your conferences and um, I, I really think that there, there is more in common there than
0: it's awesome to hear. So what, yeah. what was your biggest takeaway? Maybe it was that, uh, but you know, aside from that, if you had a point too, what was your biggest takeaway from being at HTSN CI summit?
1: So there's always a couple takeaways that I get. The first thing that I always take away from any type of nationwide event, and this was my first HTSN summit was the amount of care put into what is happening, whether it's the, um, the, the, talks, who's speaking, when they're speaking, the time, um, the gifts, the giveaways, everything is truly done for the love. And I get this every time, truly done for the love of the member, wanting the members to succeed. So anytime I sit down with Randy, um, I, that's all I get is we want to see our, our, uh, members succeed. And I, it's, it's kind of an unusual thing to, to hear that as the first thing it's never Okay, this is the bottom line, and this is that and the other thing, and it's the 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 overall feeling is we want to help, and so that's always the first takeaway I get. The second takeaway for this was well, we had the the speed dating, so to speak, the speed meetings, uh, which I always get I, they always crack me up because you know you got you got to give your elevator pitch quick, fast. I've I've been a manufacturer, I've I've been in those places, so it's it's always fun to see other people do that. Um, but the other thing I really took away was knowledge that, that we want to help you guys learn who these people are, you know, reconnect you to these um, these vendors. And, you know, sometimes, especially if you're not, not even a newer integrator, but you get so caught up by all the stuff that's going on and the one product, let's say it doesn't want to work or you don't have time to learn it and you don't want to call the rep who then calls the rep the other rep before you get an answer, or you don't want to spend an hour on the phone with tech support. Um, one of the great things about this event is it connects your dealer, your member directly to somebody from a company so that you have a quick reference and you can sit right in front of them and be like, Oh, Hey, that thing, I, I, it didn't work. And the guy says, Oh, all you got to do is hit the button and then do this, that, and the other. And then it's like the light turns on. And then it's like, they've, Totally re understood the function of this product. And it's always really, and I saw that happening a lot at the conference because I, you know, I went around and uh, pretended to tell, ta- I was taking pictures, but I was eavesdropping. You know
0: how <laughs> I do um, Absolutely. But it's just
1: interesting to see, to have seen that happen several times, um, especially at the Samsung Learning Center. Yeah.
0: And it, it's funny you mentioned that because I, I go back to kind of the original first question we had here about just being back in person and, and reconnecting. That's, I think, I, in, you know, attending primetime and being at Summit, and I know we just had the, you know, the ASEAN conference not long ago. Um, the the one thing that I keep hearing is just that, yes, you know, we we appreciated the ability to still connect and have these virtual type conferences during the past couple of years, but mm-hmm. stuff like that, like those little one-off questions like, hey, this isn't working and just being able to say that in front of an open room right. um, or directly to, you know, the vendor partner that, that you're, you're talking about the product too, um, that kind of stuff, maybe you drop it in a chat and someone knows the answer, but to be able to see those interactions and those light bulbs go off in the room at the same time, yeah. that's, that's what was missing. And that, I mean, you could talk to anyone about it. I think that the, the real value of those in-person events and being able to be in a room with all the like-minded individuals, that's where it kind of shows through and, and shows what we were missing.
1: Absolutely. And there's also something to be said for, the networking that happens after we're off, out of the, the, the convention center that we're at or when we're away from the meeting room, when we are doing something, when we're sitting on the bus on the way to somewhere, or when you're having drinks at the hotel after everything is over, the connections that are also made there are vitally important. And because everybody's coming with their hair down, they're relaxed, and they'll even ask more questions that they didn't feel comfortable asking otherwise and then you know that's a lot of wheeling and dealing it happens afterwards and you guys make that extremely easy with um with the axe throwing and and, and the arcade <laughs> games and all that good stuff. because i heard a lot of it happening there too i saw a lot of um members continually talking to um vendors and it wasn't all um based on something technical it was well you know how many kids do you have and then you make those connections and then you remember each other and it, it makes a huge difference it helps grow sales for the vendor and it helps uh connect the the member to this brand and it's extremely important and it's always cool to see that and you don't get that from merciless.
0: right right just and have it now having like I, as you mentioned earlier you know I've been on that that distributor vendor side and and the role you're in now what what kind of how do, what different perspective do you have you know being able to you know, now turn the tables almost and ask questions of those vendors. Do you like, what, yeah. how does that benefit you having been there and then being able to attend these events from the, the perspective that you take now, you know, as, as media?
1: It, it's, it's different. It's very different. Um, so when I worked in distribution, I worked with the integrators as their source of purchasing, but I also dealt with all the vendors and making sure that we were, you know, making the right connections, the deals, the money, you know, and the, the sales, all that stuff. Um, and then going directly to the manufacturer side and dealing one-on-one, um, I got a good overlay of the land. Like, like, uh, what do they say? at The master of all trades, but no, it's a jack of all trades, but master yeah. of none. Yeah. <laughs> so I know just enough to be dangerous. And so I think that does help when I go into these events as press. You know, I know what the vendor's talking about, but I also have enough, I'm still far away enough to understand what the member or the dealer is gonna ask about. Um, And I think that's my biggest takeaway is, and that's the biggest thing, that's why I'm enjoying this, this side of the industry so much is that I can feel both sides and now I get to facilitate conversation with both sides. And, and I don't have to know exactly what the black box
0: like, which is kind of nice, <laughs> even though I do, but, you know, <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. What, uh, well, what have you, I mean, that also gives you the chance to kind of, you know, have the vendors ear, see sort of where things are heading, but also, right. you know, be able, like you mentioned, be able to talk to, to the integrators and, and sort of, you know, manage those conversations. What are, you know, throughout the, the past couple of months as you've been doing this, what, what are some of the things that you've been noticing trends wise, uh, you know, in this space?
1: Um, I think I've seen um, integrators as a whole being very, a lot more careful with their timelines because we are having these, these supply and demand, these supply chain issues. First it was the, the, the chips and then it was getting stuff stuck off the coast. And then it was, even if you were manufacturing all of your stuff here, everybody does get something from overseas. You know I mean? It's just its just the nature of our, our economy. It's just how things are. And, um, it, and so what I'm seeing people do is do their best to work around the issue. And there, there's a lot more planning involved um, than I think even before it's, okay, how can we make this installation as good as possible without this one piece? And then we can add that one piece in whenever we need to, or just being able to say to, to a homeowner or a client, you know, we, we just can't do this till X, Y, Z date, but it's, it's made, I think it's made our industry more, um, I don't even want to say creative, but, but definitely had to tap into their problem solving skills. Um, you know, the home theater right now has been a big deal. Um, it has been a big deal since before the pandemic, but one of the biggest trends I think in the industry as a whole that I've seen is more of the outdoor living spaces. Uh, outdoor tvs we're we're literally creating we're pushing our home into our backyard we needed that space during the pandemic to kind of have a break we couldn't go to restaurants so we we took it outside and and that's still continuing so i've seen we've seen a lot more of that uh the the sales of outdoor um electronics uh lighting sound Equipment, uh, outdoor screens—it's just gone up dramatically over the last several years, and I think it's going to continue to. Um, because you know, we decided, okay, this is a cool place, and, and the best part about the outdoor living space is that it's available at any price point. If you don't have any money, then you you go and you, you buy a couple cool chairs and you get some Bluetooth speakers and some twinkly lights. But then, but then you, as you get more money, you say, okay, I'm going to do this right and you get some cool outdoor speakers. And then you're like, okay, but let me let me take those twinkly lights and let me go ahead and make them a little bit cooler. And when I say, okay, Alexa, they turn on. And then you go a little bit further and you get that screen. And the next thing you know, you've got a whole automated system outside that when you blink, the lights turn on. You know, it's,
0: it's, funny, it's funny. It's a really cool thing. It's funny how it adds up. It is. It is. <laughs> I feel but like you're, also, re, you're talking about my life. <laughs>
1: like, right. But it, it's neat because it's yeah. not a space that is exclusive to anyone. Right. When it comes to like these beautiful home theaters that's not available to everyone at every price point for the most part like you know i mean everybody can put a tv and put some speakers in but the outdoor living space is literally accessible at any price point any budget and it doesn't matter how little or big your backyard is you can even turn your patio into an outdoor living space now and and that's been a lot of fun to watch and i think that the integrators have really enjoyed learning these new lighting controls for the outside and getting yep. to do something a little bit it's, it's
0: just fun it's fun yeah, for everybody. it's kind of i mean as you're talking about it the the thing i sort of noticed there is that I, I and this is not to downplay what a home theater do, is but like if you think about it traditionally it's four walls a ceiling a mm-hmm. screen in front of you some seating and and you know it's not to call a cookie cutter but it can be kind of cookie cutter you make yeah. some tweaks here and there but as soon as you take that outside the home and you think about all the different shapes and sizes of backyards and um, challenges that, that, you know, the landscape may provide or, you know, obstacles that an integrator has to overcome, it kind of lets them be creative, too. Well, you know, you so get outside of those four walls.
1: I have to agree to disagree because I'm a home <laughs> theater geek. But I get what you're saying is that yeah. there's, there is more flexibility. Um, and what you do outside and and literally taking whatever is leading up to your outdoor space you know if it's your living room that you it, it can just keep it, the flow going it's it's a whole different kind of yeah uh, of, of creativity because you're right when you do a home theater you have these walls now granted you can do the coolest stuff on the ceilings and on the walls and your acoustic panels and whatever you have in your rack and there's all kinds of cool screens and seating option, i mean i could go on forever i've I really an <laughs> issue with this but i but but the fact that you can s- almost seamlessly take whatever you have happening in the rest of your home and just kind of seamlessly flow it outside is is
0: something that i think so what um you know where i it, obviously outdoor is a big opportunity uh you know for integrators <clears> in this space and we've seen that play out and I mean it's kind of funny the the demand goes up obviously and then you have the the supply chain challenges that's the those are kind of creating a perfect storm in in that regard right. but what other what other opportunities are out there that you've noticed um you know for the the custom integrator you know today as as consumers sort of their habits change obviously we're staying at home more and um you know but we are getting back out into the world and and reacquainting ourselves with our you know neighbors and colleagues so what what are the areas that you know, as you look to the back half of this year, crazy 22 is almost half done, isn't it? I mean, as That's we're talking, talking here, I slow down a little bit, right? <laughs> right? Pump, pump the brakes a little pump bit, uh, Mother Nature. But what, what what's out there that, uh, you know, they could be looking for as a, a way to sort of, you know, not that they need help jump business, but, but a, maybe add, a different add market area. Value. Yeah, add exactly. Add
1: so I've seen a, a, a lot of growth in um, lighting and lighting control. Uh, you know, it's always been a part of, you know, the whole automation and integration. But, but now it seems like it's, a, it's actually more of a focal point, whether you're lighting inside of a home and they have, you know, artwork or whether you're lighting strategically outside to, to highlight the, the, the architecture or your landscaping. And even inside when you have different types of lighting based on mood, based on, you know, how bright it, or, you know, how was it soft or yellow? There's all kinds of different opportunities for light now. Um, and since, you know, we've had this time to really look at wellness, you know, Arcadian, is it Arcadian? Wellness? What is it? What is circadian. Circadian. I'm sorry. Yep. I was, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was close though. The circuit, yeah. So, um, you know, that's become a bigger deal in lighting and knowing, um, what type of light settings you want to have in your bedroom at night. So there's all kinds of cool things. And so that's been one of the most glaring things I've seen in the last couple of years. And, and, Probably will continue to see grow. In addition, more, um, just you know, uh, um, AV distributors are carrying lighting design. When I worked in um, in distribution, we didn't really have a lot of lighting products. You know, we had a couple a couple things here and there, um, but for the most part, that was a whole separate thing that we you know a whole separate industry that came in. But now, you know, that's really common and becoming more and more common in with AV integrator, uh, AV distributors. So I don't know. I think that's probably the biggest change I've seen. And the one that I think is going to continue to grow.
0: Whoever can figure out how to get those lights to also, you know, distribute some vitamin D as well like that. They do have there's, those. They do. Okay. They do have see? those. Um, All right.
1: You know, now that's a, it's called a grow light.
0: There you go. <laughs> so
1: you can just sit underneath. You know, that light with, you know, your herbs growing on your counter, you know, your basil, just get some extra sun.
0: Yeah. There you go. Do they also offer sun tanning quality as well, those lights? Can I sit I under mean- it and get darker <laughs>
1: Probably not. But you know, that's what tanning beds are for. And if you are really overexcited, I'm sure we can figure out a way to get
0: those bulbs in your ceiling. There we go. I don't know if that's the safest thing. Someone may. Probably
1: may. not. Probably not. <laughs> it might be a fire. Hazard. I'm not sure.
0: We won't test that out. We'll, we'll we let won't, someone we won't. in a lab somewhere We'll just that go outside out. every couple
1: of hours.
0: <laughs> no, that is, uh, that that's awesome. So what, um, yeah, we'll kind of close it out. You know, what, what covered, what have you been writing about? And I, I'm sure all of these things kind of come together, uh, you know, and you could answer it that way. But, you know, what have you been writing about uh, for Connected Design? And, and, you know, what sort of things have grabbed your attention of late that uh, you've been having fun sort of covering the, in this space?
1: So we have had, we've been, so our summer issue is primarily what we're working on right now. And so we are focused on the outdoor space and but, you know, we've been, we've been working on some really cool stuff, and we enjoy covering a wide variety of stuff because, you know, we deal with not only with the integrators, but we want to reach the builders, the architects, the interior designers. So we kind of tried to have our hands everywhere. It's been a lot of fun to do that and see what's trending with, with interior designers that, you know, the integrators then kind of have to work with. That's really neat, but we have some really cool stuff coming up for our, our summer issue and we're trying to do some stuff, you know, some marine type stuff, some marine installations. And uh, we really are, like I said, we've been focusing on that outdoor. But one of the, again, one of the things we've been covering a lot, which is why I mentioned it was the lighting and seeing that everywhere. Um, also, you know, I've been kind of trying to write a little bit more and push a little bit more about the security aspect, because security is part of the smart home, too, part of the connected home. And there's some really cool um really wonderful uh, manufacturers out there right now that are wanting to, you know, connect that bridge, you know, uh, there's, there's just, I mean, I can think of a bunch that popped into my head and there are some that are, are ready for the, okay, you know, the Google and the, the voice activated stuff. And there are some that really want to be integrated into that total home control, which is really neat. So um, I'm kind of a security geek as well. Like, you know, we, we started working on that years ago and i've always enjoyed that stuff i like i like
0: random stuff <laughs> hey that's okay there's nothing that, that's what the, being sort of involved and in, ingrained with the tech community mm-hmm. is all about it we're all exactly. a little geeky we're all a little nerdy and we like a little bit of everything So but i have
1: to say the most fun thing to cover ever are these screens uh, whether it's you know uh, an led panel whether it's commercial resi whether it's you know an led tv Video amazes me. I love to cover that stuff, and I've, that's one of
0: my favorite things. was going to the Samsung um, experience like, center
1: and staying front of that three hundred thousand dollars.
0: <laughs> yeah, the micro, yeah. LED, micro LED. Just seeing how customizable, and it's you could stand as far back and you know as you want, and obviously it's a big screen, but not until you're like within inches of it could you, you see the panel. until
1: you were literally like within mm-hmm. a foot, and, and honestly, even a little bit closer than that, it's. You know, and I didn't even see any scenes until they turned the, until I turned it off. Um, but that's just, maybe it's because I have such horrible eyesight. When I'm watching, I look and I'm looking at the videos, and I'm looking at the colors. And <laughs> I, I love that type of stuff. So, and all the vendors that presented did such a great job and gave, and I, I tried to go to a lot of the uh, the sessions and I tried to, you know, be there for the lunches and the opening speeches and stuff, opening talks, and everybody was presenting something in a fresh way, and it didn't feel repeated. It didn't, and, and maybe they have done that spiel 700 times, but it felt like it was, you know, we get bored easily, especially when somebody's speaking in a monotone voice. You know? So it was really, everybody did such a great job, and yeah, the members weren't shy in asking questions, and I loved that.
0: No, that's, that's awesome. And we appreciate, Hey, uh, we, you know, you being there and being there in Dallas with us to experience that all was, uh, a lot of fun and glad we got to do it. And glad we got to, you know, turn around on a Monday right after the event and and get you, uh, you know, on the podcast to talk about it. So we, um, you know, appreciate your time and, uh, you know, appreciate your, your coverage and, you know, look forward to connecting again soon down the line here, but.
1: All right. And if we're going to switch this up, I'm going to get you on one of my podcasts. <laughs> here soon too.
0: Hey, sounds good. I I'm All always right. up for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks. Ron. You got it. Talk to you soon.
0: Awesome. And thanks again to Vanessa for, uh, for, A, being down there in Dallas with us for the HTSN CI Summit. uh, And then B, you know, turning around on a couple days' notice to podcast with us and, uh, like I said, recap her experience and and share what she got out of, you know, the HTSN Summit. So uh, appreciate that. And of course, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast. And we will catch you next time.